0: So you're going to you're going to Houston? What would you say? Saturday for an interview?
1: Uh, Thursday. So Ther- pretty soon Thursday. Here.
0: Why did I think Saturday? Like how? Uh, those aren't yeah. even. <laughs> those aren't even the same thing. They have like two letters in fucking common other than day. Don't give me that shit about.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, every day has day in it.
1: Dude. Um, what? Fucking this trans app.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, Are we, ta-
1: we ta- about we ta- we
0: ta- it? We talking about this again?
1: Well, I, I'm just giving you an update. Okay, just, okay. I'm just I, keep you in the loop, man. I'm keeping you here. and the listeners in the loop on my.
0: I'm all uh, about here attempts the loop.
1: at at procuring a long term relationship out here, and yeah, uh, man, I, I got to be honest, bro. It really slowed down. Like after I, after I pretty much ghosted that last chick, which mm-hmm. I don't even know if I consider ghosting. She just, I just stopped texting her because I didn't want to pen pal, and I made it clear on my profile. I don't want to pen pal like I'm here to make stuff happen in real life
0: I'm here to fuck
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's just like but anyways I, I after her like now I've really put in a lot of time kicked into the overdrive like I messaged a bunch of chicks and like none of them have gotten back to me even that one that um, that girl that I see at, at my nightclub once in a while who turned uh-huh. out to be a groovy girl she uh-huh. was on there hit her up and haven't gotten anything back from her yet like the one thing i would like if if they could change update that app is um i would like to know if like people have seen or read my my messages Because mm-hmm. a lot of sites like if you're a paid member mm-hmm. they allow you to see like oh yeah this person oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. either read. this person has read your message or it's all these messages are unread because they're not using the app right but i would just like to know right so that, that um, would really help out my uh, journey And my searches Then I wouldn't be like Oh man Like none of these girls like me They would just be like Oh they're just not using the admin Whenever the fuck they get back on They'll get back on
0: Right Yeah that's yeah. That's always a Fucking pain in the ass yeah. uh, I remember back when I was in the Dating scene too It was It was that same sort of thing Where it's like Did they fucking read it Did they not And it's like mm-hmm. I don't fucking know Um It's like all I want to know Is if they read it Because my phone battery's dying And I can't constantly <laughs> Be checking this shit Um and it's driving yeah. me up the fucking wall. Uh, what was I gonna say? Did you did you message? I know you were gonna message uh, that uh, the milf. Did you message the milf chick?
1: You know what? I don't think I did. Oh, And To be honest, should... I'd have to go. I'd really have to go searching to find her again. Yeah, really? I mean, she was. She was. She was she I thought
0: was she was, she was, was mad, local.
1: Man. Um. No, I mean like searching like on the app to find her profile again.
0: Oh yeah, well, so do that. I mean, yeah. she doesn't. She doesn't I'd want anything to, but.
1: I'd have to look to find her, but
0: she doesn't want anything but the sex it's perfect
1: yeah yeah
0: because she's already married and she's just like i want sex
1: yeah yeah so guys this older trans lady she's like what uh, like 45 50
0: yeah i don't know something he's like up that.
1: there somewhere well, she's up there somewhere she's older she's a milf but um she was a gay man married to another gay man and then she transitioned and she's actually really good looking and um Her husband, you know, didn't want this. He's not Mm -hmm. interested in it, really. So, you know, now she's looking for sex elsewhere. And maybe it's set up in their relationship that this is okay. So she's just looking to uh, get the D. Getting the D. So I had to put myself in line to be one of them dudes.
0: And that's why I think you should messenger. And I think that all of our listeners are out there like, dude, (laughs) bro.
1: Really? Really? Really won't? No? (laughs) Yeah, well. Yeah, they're, oh, gonna be no, no.
0: Di- they're gonna be disappointed.
1: Um, yeah, they're gonna be disappointed. I probably won't do it because I got a lot of shit going
0: on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, speaking about, uh, speaking about trans stuff, you want to talk about trans stuff? Let's talk about trans stuff. Okay. Hey guys, uh, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to, uh, Trans Talk for Men. Uh, yeah. I always forget what the is supposed to be. I really need to write that shit down and practice it, but whatever. You guys know the drill, Trans Talk for Men. Uh, we're here to talk to you about you know as trans amorous men about issues that men face who like trans chicks. Ah, man, I feel like these intros are getting worse. I think we're gonna lose all our followers, I think is what's gonna happen here. Um, oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> just based on this intro they're gonna be like, wow, he's Eric's fucking terrible. Um, as always, I'm uh, I'm Eric and I'm with my buddy, Chris Chris say hello. Hey everybody. Hey, everybody. And uh, today we've got uh, quite the lineup for you. We've got a few topics to cover, and it's going to be real fun, real trans-related stuff and things. Um, The first thing we want to talk about is we need you guys out there, you listeners, to rate us, uh, specifically five stars. If you're not going to rate us five stars, don't fucking do it. Uh, don't do it. I'll know if you do it. And don't I'll fucking, be four star guy. I'll fucking find guy. you. I'll find you. If you rate us lower than five stars, I'm just letting you know. I have a very peculiar set of skills and, uh, apparently one is not speaking clearly anyway. Um, cause I, I fucking stumbled over that. Uh, yeah. So if you guys want to rate us five stars, that would help us greatly. It helps us move up on the boards, uh, helps, uh, more people find us. Helps us get out there, helps us grow. Uh, And helping us grow, which we'll get more into this uh, in a minute about our social media presence. Uh, Helping us grow really helps us, uh, one, reach more people, but it helps us make a better show. With more people that we have, the more power we have, the more questions we can answer from you guys. Um,
1: The the better guests we can get. Yeah, I was going
0: to say, the better guests we can get, we can really make a better show that way. Uh, and really make this into something powerhousey. So guys, five stars. Yeah. Just do it. It's simple. Just be like, "Uh, eh, five stars. Eh, five stars." Um and yeah, you know what? Until people start five-starring us, I think we're going to keep doing this every episode and we're going to irritate the shit <laughs> out of you cuz I know it irritates the shit out of me and I listen to podcasts all day every day. Uh and five I'm going to keep do- ratings, I'm going to keep doing it. Five star ratings. Like Chris mm-hmm. said, don't be the four-star guy.
1: Don't, don't do, do it. it.
0: <laughs> i mean let's let's be honest chris trans girls hate four-star guys they only want five-star guys um i've heard that hundreds of thousands of times i mean i'm certain oh, you really? have two in the club oh yeah <laughs> all the time all these girls are like oh i hate these uh, these four-star guys are below they're like we they want nothing but five-star guys when i was in that club uh where the girl gave me the lap dance she asked me she's like are you a five-star guy i'm like of course, I'm a five star guy. Um,
1: Shout out to Susie Villa, New Susie York. Susie
0: Villa, New York. God damn, like 50 man!
1: This shits on my bucket list, bro. I'm getting well, yeah. out there one of these days. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm you and me, you. we'll get out there. It'll be fun. We'll we'll do it. It's not. It's bucket not like, list. It's not like New York's in Antarctica. It ain't that far. Um,
1: yeah.
0: So, uh, <laughs> um, but let's talk about uh, social media real quick. So, guys, I know I've mentioned it before. Uh, But we do have a Twitter page, which we're still using. That's, uh, you can find us at trans underscore talk underscore men on Twitter. We have a new Instagram account. And that's the trans talk for men Instagram account. We've got a clip up on Instagram TV. It's how Mm. long is it, Chris? Nine minutes, ten minutes, something like that? Ten minutes. Ten minute clip. Um, It's kind of a teaser for one of our shows. And if you're a regular listener, you've already heard the show, but still go there. Mm. Uh you know, give us a thumbs up or whatever the fuck they do on Instagram. Chris runs the Instagram. I don't know. Um,
1: yep. if you like what we're talking about here on the show, go to our Instagram, go to our Facebook, get on there, start conversations, talk with other people that are into the show as well. Yep. I'm really, really, looking to generate a community here online. Yep. And, uh, you know, Liking us on Facebook, following us on Instagram would go a huge, a long way to making that possible.
0: Well, I haven't so, even gotten to Facebook yet. Oh uh, yeah, Facebook. We're building quite the presence on Facebook. We've only got the one video up. It's the same ten-minute mm-hmm. clip, but it's already got eight hundred and fifty views on Facebook, mm-hmm. um, and it's growing. And guys, we want you to find our Facebook page. That's the Trans Talk for Men Facebook. Page. it's the official facebook page you'll see our logo our logo on there it's the same logo that we use for um for the podcast plus a, a little banner and stuff like that it's all nice and whatnot go there like chris said start conversations leave comments uh give us thumbs up help us get more views more sees more likes uh, and if
1: you guys want to reach out to us by all means hit us in the dms man you know yeah uh, you if you can... have any questions for this sh- that you want to send the show yep you know, we do have the email address trans talk for gmail.com mm-hmm. but in addition to that, dude, just it's you know, DM us on Instagram, hit hit our inbox on uh on Facebook or Twitter or or yeah. Tweet I mean, us.
0: yeah, we are All those
1: platforms are open to you to get a hold of us. We're ask everywhere. Questions, now. we will take those questions. If we don't have the answers, we'll get an expert on line.
0: And we'll find some. Yeah, we'll find somebody who has the answers. I mean, it's not that hard and we're willing to Go out of our way to get those answers for you guys. I mean, we do the show for you guys, for us as men, for the community Mm -hmm. as a whole. Um, And we want to do that. So, yeah, we're all over fucking online now. So, we've got the podcast. We've got the social media. We're talking about getting a YouTube page up. We're going to get fucking everywhere. We're going to be up, so up in your shit. Uh, (laughs) So, find us like this.
1: Help us build our numbers. Help us build this community. Do it. of uh, trans attracted men. Do it. Do it. Come do on. Do it. Do it.
0: Um. Do it. Do it. Pop <laughs> it. Do it. Um. I just watched that recently, the Starsky and Hutch remake. Oh yeah. on, It's on. It's on Netflix. Um, nice. I, I love that part. Do it. Do it. Uh, so real quick, I want to talk about the uh, social media. Um, so we have we've gotten some comments on there, and it's so fucking funny to me some of these comments that pop up because they're so ridiculous because a couple of the comments have been like what the fuck is this shit doing on my feed and stuff like that and like why the fuck do I'm like I'm like did you really go out of your way to comment on something when you can just take care of it yourself I'm like you can just remove that from your feed I'm pretty sure you can adjust your Facebook however (laughs) the fuck you want and it Mm -hmm. just it cracks me up when uh
1: or uh, what was the other uh, other guy? It was like the only uh, tranny Tranny's... I'm interested in is uh, was a car or something like that. Yeah, it was,
0: it's a yeah, it's the the some, mechanic some shit, but... me- mechanic term for a transmission, which is short yeah. for tranny, and then he named the type of transmission <laughs> that he wants, but what really cracks me up like i said is the people who are like get this get this shit off of my facebook and i'm like remove it yourself to me that's like going to the grocery store and be like are those fucking oranges get these fucking oranges out of my way get them out of the. go around them don't buy the oranges whatever i'm like it's ridiculous Mm -hmm. um it's such nonsense and it's so it's it's humorous to me it doesn't even make me mad it's it's just more more than anything it's just funny that i'm like wow you have such a nothing life and yeah i'm calling you assholes out i'm like you have such a nothing life that you have to just comment on everything that you don't like um man if i commented on everything i didn't like every day i don't think i'd ever get out of bed um (laughs) like it's just it just cracks me up but we're gonna move on from social media real quick because we have an email question Yeah. so super exciting stuff the email comes from a guy named Apollo Lead Uh, he sent me his name so I'm putting it out there Uh, so uh, Apollo says so he has a question in there but he also has a little statement before he says I loved all the episodes of your podcast I think he jumped in I, I, I spoke with him a little more in correspondence I'm pretty sure he's listened to all of them now um Obviously, except for the one that's going to be launched just after. Well, I mean, it'll be launched two weeks ago when you guys will listen to it. doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyway, um, loved all the episodes of your podcast. Can't wait to hear more topics. Now, here's this question. Could you guys talk about your first time with a trans woman in public? Were you anxious or nervous? So we're going to take that one step at a time because he has a follow-up question to that. Um, mm. But... Uh, Could we talk about the first time we were with a trans woman in public? Were we anxious? Were we nervous? So, uh, the first time, I'll jump into this one. The first time I was with a trans girl in public was my first trans girlfriend. Um, And I was, I was all sorts of things. Uh, I was nervous um, because that was really my first step into it. You know, it takes a while to adjust to something. It's something new. We've talked about this before. You don't want to be like uh, seen as like, Oh, you know, look at that gay guy over there dating that guy and all that sort of stuff. It's embarrassing for the guy, but it's also you worry about the girl too. You don't want her to be embarrassed, that kind of thing. Um, so you just want to be seen as a normal couple. You really want to be left alone. That's kind of how I was thinking is like, I didn't want eyes on me all the time. Um, didn't want to be judged. But what I also remember about the first time that I was with a trans girl in public was, uh, I was acting strangely because it was so exciting for me to be real to myself and be dating a trans woman and finally uh, being open with who I am and stuff like that, that I got a huge adrenaline rush. And when I get a really big adrenaline rush, and this is ridiculous, uh, when I get a really big adrenaline rush like that, I start to fucking shake Um, like my whole body starts to fucking shake. So I look like a person who's coming off of a really bad crack high uh they're like what's wrong with that person he's like fucking his whole body's like fucking convulsing and shivering so i think i was more weird than she was she didn't you know come across as weird or anything but yes the answer the long and the short of it is uh of course i was nervous the first time of course i was anxious the first time but it does fade rather it did at least for me it faded rather quickly it didn't bother me after you know just like a day or two of being seen with her in public kicking it over to you buddy
1: oh yeah man i i wasn't nervous at all we went to a uh we went to a uh a fair lake. it was some uh, it was like some like community fair right by the lake so the whole the whole little town that she lived in was out so i mean there were a lot of people there it wasn't like we were just walking down the street and there were a couple people like it was a lot of people lots of kids everybody was out there and um We just had a really relaxing day. We just walked around, listened to a band here and there, and got a uh, massage, bought some trinkets, chilled out, ate some sweets. Like, it was pretty dope. So um, I wasn't nervous at all. Like, she was, I mean, I was confident enough in her looks that, you know, it wouldn't be a problem. So, I mean, we were good to go, you know. And, I mean, we had met some other friendly couples out there. And, yeah, it was a a really, it was actually a pretty good day. that well, was that was my first time uh, being out in public with a trans woman. It was at a very crowded event and it was it was pretty cool. Uh two would things
0: it, yeah, two things about that is uh one, I have no doubt knowing you, that you would totally be playing it cool. Um uh you you you're you're, you're the real suave kind of so, I mean especially oh, no. <laughs> no, no, especially okay. Between the two of us, you are definitely more of the suave individual than me. I am definitely much more of a spaz um Mm. so uh i could definitely imagine you just being like you were probably looking fly as fuck and all that shit and you were probably just like dressed to impress and just being a cool dude and all that sort of shit but what the other thing i wanted to get to is uh you said it was the fair next to the lake and it just popped into my head Uh, Have you ever seen that video, it's a bit old, where the girlfriend throws a fucking temper tantrum in the guy's truck because he won't take her to the lake?
1: No, I didn't see that. (laughs) It's it's
0: pretty old. I I can't fucking figure out, I I can't remember what it's called, but I suggest you guys go find it. Um, This girl throws a total temper tantrum because she wants to go to the lake and the guy says, no, we got to go get my truck fixed. And she starts screaming and crying. And this is a grown-ass woman. This is like... A 28-year-old yeah. woman screaming and crying in her boyfriend's truck about wanting to go to the lake. So it just made me think of that when you're like, Crazy. oh, it was, a f- it was a fair near the lake. I want to <laughs> go to the lake.
1: I want to go to the lake.
0: Um, was it
1: was cool down there, man. Oh, yeah. It's always Very nice.
0: It's always nice when you can go to the lake and stuff like that. So, yep. um, so the next portion of the question that Apollo asks, and this is actually going to tie into our main show topic. Uh, the next portion is... When was the moment you both absolutely knew that trans woman, women were your preference? Wow, that's a that's a trickier question. Um, because it's really it's really for me it's an accumulation of a lot of things. Uh, the ball started rolling back when I was uh, fifteen, sixteen, something like that. You know, started looking at porn first found. Trans porn, and then feeling ashamed about it, trying to get it out of my head, not being able to get it out of my head, trying to come to acceptance with it over the years, dating a cisgendered woman, realizing that she wasn't sexually attractive to me, um, that I really wasn't feeling it with her, that I really wanted a different kind of woman, that I really wanted a trans woman. Uh, so there is no, for me, there really was no one point where it started so much as it was it gradually rolled and snowballed but i would say that the real turning point was probably within my third year of dating a cisgendered woman and i told her that i wanted to watch transgender porn and then i had bought a transgender porn dvd um at that point in time my relationship with her really started falling apart and it became
1: Like, that was what caused it it to fall apart? No, 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 no. no.
0: Our relationship was falling apart anyway.
1: Oh, okay. Um, Damn.
0: Yeah, yeah. Our relationship was falling apart. We were just really clinging to it. We were young, you know. It was our first experience dating, stuff like that. But Mm -hmm. I, I had brought the trans porn DVD thing out because... I think it was a ploy by me, an unconscious ploy, to be like, okay, she's either going to accept this and be cool with it, or she's going to be like, no, get out of here. Um, you're a queer, stuff like that. Um, so what'd she do? She was cool with it, I guess. I mean, it's hard for me to really remember, but she didn't leave me. We stayed together for about another year. Oh, um, shit. Yep. And, but all that time, that's really when I started looking really being true to myself and being like all right you know what this is what i want and um this is what i'm gonna go after and stuff like that and that's when i really started talking to my first trans girlfriend uh yeah i was i was pretty skeevy and i was talking to another girl while i was dating my cisgendered girl Mm -hmm. um not exactly a proud moment so if I had to put a time stamp on that, I would say it was around 18, 19 years old. Uh, so it was, uh, it was somewhere between a three and four year process for me to get there. Um, so it, it, t- it took some time for me. Uh, but like I said, there was no one turning point. What about you, Chris?
1: Um, I'd say it was around the same age, but it, here's the thing. I have been, I think my very first Porn and since I'm old, it was a VHS. The first piece, <laughs> porn product I ever paid money for was.
0: Don't put magnets uh, in it.
1: What was it called? Like Shemil Vixens, or whatever. And Lisa Lawrence was in it, and a bunch of other random Brazilian scenes. And yeah, shit. I think you
0: were talking about this the other day.
1: And um... yeah, so I mean, I, I don't know. I, I got interest. I got curious about it when I was watching. um... It's kind of really dumb. I got curious about it through watching like a lot of daytime talk shows and stuff. And I'm just like, huh? Let me check this out. So I checked checked it out, and like before that, I was what I all the magazines that I'd seen. It was all straight porn for the most mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. But um, dude, the, all through college, I was you know having sex with cisgender women, had relationships, and I was watching transgender porn the entire time. Mm-hmm. So like, I fucked plenty of chicks, but I was still watching transgender porn Um but I mean I, I I still knew I was it was something I was I was into it since I first I don't know got into porn period. So I I mean I was hooked mm. from about eighteen on. Um I'm not gonna lie, I did try to uh I I did try to like straighten myself. I went and got like a a straight porn to see if like I would enjoy it as much and obviously I didn't not because it was just I don't know. Straight Straight really run of sucks. the mill.
0: Yeah, it sucks, sucks so bad.
1: Um, and I mean, it was it was it wasn't that good of a video. But um, fuck my stance. Yeah. So about eighteen, pussy. nineteen, man, that's when I really knew, like, yeah, this is the shit I'm a uh, I'm into. But to be honest, I didn't actually start acting on it mm-hmm. until much later in life. I didn't start tr- acting on my attraction to trans attraction to transgender women until my early thirties. Mm-hmm. So until then i was still mindset was still dating cisgender women uh you know start families all that junk you know small town usa bullshit yeah um
0: so it actually took you a lot longer to make the dive than it did for me even though well yeah, even though you know uh, you started honest, earlier I think
1: opportunity is a real factor and oh, sure. a lot of this stuff is if you're around if you're in a place where there are transgendered women and you have something that have women that you can like, you know, kind of talk to date, whatever, go after, like, sure. And then I wasn't really big on the online dating for a while. So I just mm-hmm. think, um, one thing that stunts, not just me, but a lot of guys is just the very small and elusive population of transgender women out oh, here. Sure. Um, cause I mean, a lot of the guys that date transgender women, you know, we still identify as straight. I'm not, you're not going to see me at the gay club really. So where else am I going to see these chicks? They they, a lot of them do go out to straight clubs as well, but um, yeah, man, it's Wisconsin was just not the place to be, (laughs) that's for sure. Yeah, Uh, but definitely got way more exposed to it in when I moved to Atlanta.
0: Mm Hmm. Yeah, it's just one. It's surprising that uh, that Atlanta is a hub for it, and um,
1: well, I I didn't. I didn't mean.
0: Yeah, I wasn't saying (laughs) like. You know, I was sort of talking about the sense that, like, you know, because you're older than me, you mm-hmm. you, you saw trans porn before I did, and then you were really watching it before I did, but it took you longer before you dated, and I get that it's an opportunity yeah. thing, um, but it, that's, that's just interesting to me because it got to a point in my life where I'm just like, I can't, I can't fucking do this anymore, I can't mm. do this whole bullshit of, like, No, I'm going to keep doing this and whatever. I'm like, it's fucking killing me inside. It's driving me mad. Um, And, you know, I think that's actually a problem. Uh, I think that's an OCD problem, which I have when, and I have, uh, I obsess on thoughts and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So for like three years, I was just fucking tormenting, three, four years, I was just tormenting myself with Mm -hmm. thoughts. And I'm like, nope, fuck it. Can't do it anymore. Gotta, gotta be real. Gotta get out there. Gotta do it for sure. Um, so yeah i think those answers the questions hopefully apollo uh that answers the questions uh appropriately for you um that you enjoyed those answers let us know drop us another email whatever we'll talk to you we'll talk to you directly as for as long as you email us i don't i don't give a shit um but uh thanks thanks for the questions guys once again you can always email us questions we will always take the time and answer them Mm -hmm. uh you just drop us that email at transtalkformen at gmail.com uh moving on to the big topic of today is the vice article that we that well that you showed me recently chris um so first of all tell me how you came across this vice article um the vice article it
1: just showed up on my feed oh did it randomly like well i mean i obviously i follow vice Mm. I follow a lot of credible news sources and investigative news sources. So what you're saying um, is not Fox. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> not. we we can publicly say we don't fuck with Fox over I, Well, yeah, even okay. though well, we don't fuck with Fox News.
0: Yeah, we don't fuck News. Fox, I like yeah.
1: aliens in in. Well, yeah, I and Family Fo- Guy, like Fo- that's just cool.
0: Well, yeah, Fox, mo- <laughs> Fox movies are fine. I don't. Yeah, twentieth yeah. century Fox, I'm fine with that. Yeah, um, Deadpool all right yeah. right with me.
1: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we're
0: okay with you, Deadpool. Um, yep. You heard it here first, folks. Deadpool's mm-hmm. all right. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, this yes, uh, article came
1: up and it was just a headline really mm-hmm. caught me. The headline and the thumbnail really mm-hmm. caught me. The thumbnail is is of a man reading a uh, looking at a porn magazine and it just says she Male" on the front of it. Sure does. But then obviously the headline of the story is straight men recall the first time they were attracted to trans women. And this article is really dope because um, they the the author interviews four different men, mm-hmm. four different men, different like pretty much different generations. We're mm, talking yeah, about well, here, they,
0: yeah. They really are. She did span quite the generation. I mean,
1: we're talking like older guys, middle aged guys, super young guys. And to be honest, I think a lot of this generational stuff reflects in how people first get exposed to transgender women. Because you know, like for me. I didn't have the internet growing up. Like I didn't have the internet in my house. Right. You know, like internet dating and or just getting online and seeing all that porn, like getting exposed to that early wasn't an option for me because it it just didn't happen. But you know, a young man that's 18 right now has probably been watching transgender porn since he was 13.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. And there's one guy in here. I think he's like just 18. Like his balls literally just dropped. (laughs) And she's like, Hey, you want to, she's like, you want to have an interview? And he's like, well, my balls just dropped and I'd love to have an interview. Um, <laughs> like his voice probably changed mid-interview. Um, he's, yeah, a, he's a he's young, young dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the article's by Diana Tourget. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, mm-hmm. I actually reached out to her. Well, I reached out to Vice. I sent Vice an email and said, I would like to interview Diana Tourget. So Diana, if you're some for some reason listening to this and Vice never passed that email on, on to you, Come on the show. We want to invite you. We want to interview you. We want to talk to you about this article about your experience as a trans woman, all that shit. Um, so that's my official invite there uh, besides the, um, you know, besides the email that I sent. Um, so, yeah, the article uh, that Chris sent to me, real interesting article. Like you said, she interviews four different guys. Um, and then what I like about it is she actually talks about her own first experience. Um, Mm -hmm. And what's interesting about her talking about her own first experience, it says in the first two sentences, I'm going to read the first two sentences for verbatim. My first boyfriend was a straight kid from the Bronx. Alex, not his real name, uh, was cerebral and boyishly handsome, but socially anxious. She, she knows that, that there are guys out there. And this is, this is what I think is so interesting about this whole interview process that she talks to people who are open and stuff like that. And the question she asks, she knows that men are embarrassed right from, right from the get go. Her first, her first boyfriend, she's not even naming him. And my guess is she's not even putting his real name out there because, because he'd be embarrassed by it. Mm. Um, and man, that's just, I mean, to me, that's like, that's nuts that she knows I, I don't know. It's just, it's just crazy that she knows that he would be embarrassed by it and yet she's gonna go through with this article anyway um, And it's interesting how far the stigma and the embarrassment goes like Even if she put his real first name say his real first name is Ben. How many fucking Ben's live in the Bronx? I don't know a lot. Nobody's gonna know who he is but the thing is it's like oh there might be one person who knows Diana who remembers Ben and then that shit gets out, and it's just like that's nuts. Um, but that 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 to me just it, it, it struck uh, it struck me about it. So she talks about her first experience. She talks about how her boyfriend, we're just gonna keep calling him Alex, uh, how his dad found out that she was trans. He got mad, said that I that he'd been as deceptive. Um, and then...
1: Uh... He pretty much said that the trans girl tricked his son.
0: Yeah, right. And then and... tried
1: to blame it on some bullshit fucking story about, oh, well, I used a trans to girl tricked me once upon a time, and I beat her up Yeah. For I... It and I... I don't want that to happen to my son. I'm like, I... really, dude? Punched her. In...
0: I punched her in the penis because I'm a real man, and now eat bullets yeah. for breakfast. Um...
1: Well, what, what was really striking about this was the fact that, you know, she was so... Op- Like, I mean, she she told the story that so many other trans women have, Mm -hmm. which is the guy that they are with is on the DL on the down low. Yep. That means the guy keeps doesn't tell anybody about her. He doesn't go out in public with her. She says their six month relationship pretty much occurred in an apartment.
0: Yeah, I know. Like he wouldn't Uh, go out in
1: public with her. And that is just like So I mean, like hearing that or just not hearing that, but just reading that from her, I'm like, okay, she's legit. Obviously, she knows. Mm-hmm. This shit is fucked up out here. And yep. then with all this emotional baggage she has, then she's still trying to peel back the curtain, trying to make, trying to do better for yeah, society. Well, you know, yeah, so this a... article is something that helps everyone.
0: Yeah. And it's got to hurt for her to even think about it or talk about it. You know, it's mm-hmm. that's going to be painful that she was somebody's dirty little secret. Um, I'm going to yeah. actually, I'm going to rewind just a second because I want to do, I want to do a PSA. Um, okay (laughs) we're gonna um psa (laughs) actually i'm gonna call it a tsa a trans service announcement um but uh well you know we talked about uh, in the article she says that how the dad essentially blames her for tricking the son and how he had to he had to beat up a trans woman because she tricked him uh just a real quick aside if you beat up a trans woman because she quote unquote tricked you you're a fucking coward that's it that's all I wanted to. That's all I wanted to put out there. So, uh, don't right. be a fucking don't, don't be, do it, fellas. Don't, don't be a fucking coward. Um, don't such
1: beat a, up the ladies.
0: That is, I mean, beating up a trans woman because she quote unquote tricked you is such a four star move. Um, <laughs> yes. Don't be the four star guy. <laughs> don't be the four star
1: guy. Because obviously um, you were attracted to this person at one point in time, like.
0: Right, and then it's such bullshit. It isn't like
1: you were like, "Oh, I don't want her," and what? She's also trans too. Oh, I got to beat her up. It's like, nah, mm-hmm. you were attracted to this person. Well, I think now, that's. I think that's what it's. Yourself.
0: I think that's what it's protecting is like. I was never attracted to her because I beat the shit out of her, and it's like, no, nah, mm-hmm. you were. Um, and we can all see through your bullshit. Uh, mm-hmm. But the going back to the article real quick, where we were the whole, he would never leave the apartment with her. That is. Man, that's rough. And that's rough for her. I mean, I love a day in my house. Like, I love just sitting on the couch and doing nothing. Mm-hmm. But I will go out every day of the fucking week holding my girl's hand. Um, man, it just, it just sucks. I mean, there's really nothing to say other than that really sucks for her. And, um, and the thing that she had to go through it and... And, you know, she she talks about in there that she tries to console him, tries to comfort him, tries to say that it's normal. And it didn't work out and it fucking, it fucking fell apart. Um, yeah. Listen, uh, then she says in the article, and I'm going to read once again from the article. She says, for hetero men who date and fuck trans women, that's literally in the article. Uh, that sort of community can be almost impossible to find. Dozens of men contact me in any given week on dating apps. Most of them are unwilling to meet in public. Just uh, specifically describing themselves as discreet, down low, or private. Um,
1: That is really crazy. But it's also crazy how many people, how many women agree to that shit too.
0: Oh yeah, I know, right? But I think think the sad part is... um, is that they agree to it because they're the only guys that are reaching out to them. You know, it's like mm-hmm. at least they can somewhat safely assume that these guys aren't going to freak out and beat them. Um, I'm not saying it wouldn't happen. I'm not saying it's impossible, but I'm saying that there is less of a risk. If a guy comes to you knowing that you're trans and it's sort of a, I think it's sort of a settling sort of thing. It's a, it's an, a. Uh, compromise. Okay. You're not going to harm me. I will agree to not meet in public with you. Um, and as we've talked about, you know, trans women are women. And by that, I mean that they want companionship and they want, uh, a sex life and they want to be touched and loved and all that stuff. And sometimes it feels like you have to compromise when you feel like you're the outcast of society. And um, and it's really hard. And, you know, and that's, you know, Chris, that's what and you know this. I know you know this and the guys listening. I know you know this, but it, it begs repeating, which is that's what we're doing here on this podcast. That's what we're telling you guys on every episode. Get out there. Be real. Don't hide in your apartment. Don't be private or down low about it. Be out and proud. The more of us that are out and proud, the more the stigma goes away, the more power we have to be free and true to ourselves. Um, any thoughts on that?
1: Mm-mm.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cool. No, I just you said timed. it all, man. Yep. Um, okay. So let's get into the people she talked to. She spoke with four of them. Uh, she talked with a 57-year-old white businessman and male escort on the side. Uh, she talked with a 55 year old black father grandfather and financial service professional. She talked with a 37 year old black information systems analysis. Um, when I read that first, I, it took me a minute to read to, it took me re- to read it because she says is there a Joel Black
1: information systems." That's, that's exactly and he's like, an analyst of this black information system.
0: It took me a minute to realize that Joel is black and is an information systems analysis. I'm like, what Analyst. is a black, I'm like, what, oh yeah, that's it. So he's a um, pretty
1: much a computer science dude.
0: Yeah, but I was like, what is a black information <laughs> system?
1: Um, <laughs> it's I, called uh, black Twitter. <laughs> black Twitter. Um,
0: <laughs> I uh, I thought, I, I honestly, when I first read it, I'm like blacks, uh, black information systems. I thought it was like black market thing like uh, okay. uh like he actually somehow gets information on things that are considered black or secret dark web right and <sighs> i'm like i'm like what the fuck is that and then i realized oh no he's black and he works <laughs> in information um mm-hmm. uh and then a 20 year old black college student uh before we get into asking the questions or uh, reading the questions and responses. What do you think about that split, Chris, that, that, uh, that, that split stood out to me. One white guy, three black guys. Mm. Um, no Asian guys, no Hispanic guys, no Middle Eastern guys.
1: Um, do you think that's I just luck? They're up? all from, are they all just in New York? And that's just all she could find in New York.
0: I assume they're all in New York, but it doesn't yeah. actually say, Yeah, um, I,
1: I don't know what that is, but I mean, a lot of the responses speaks, uh, uh, echoes some of the things I've mentioned in earlier podcasts about the uh, black community and its views towards, uh, it, sure, it certainly does. And it was interest.
0: It was interesting to read that. I wasn't that, but, lying. No, well, I, didn't, <laughs> I don't think anybody thought you were, but, um, yeah, the split stood out to me, the, the weird sort of, the weird sort of split uh, in that I would thought she would have gone for a complete variety, half mm-hmm. and half. Or, and I know this is kind of shitty of me, but I actually thought it would have been like a three to one white to black ratio.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Well, I mean, I'm I'm sure she reached out to a lot of people and these are just the guys that mm -hmm. responded and and were willing to go on the record. Mm -hmm. So just Uh, sort
0: of a luck of the draw thing.
1: I think luck of the draw and a little bit of that shame that we were talking about before where people, they don't want to be public. Yeah.
0: Well, so, yeah, that that well that and that that also begs the question of it's interesting that it was more black men that came out, seeing as how there's yeah. a lot of stigma in the community, as you've said.
1: Yeah. And it, I mean, judging from at least the two older guys, the 55 and the 37 year old guy, um, you know, they and, and I mean, obviously, if all the older guys older than 20, they just pretty much had it. They're like, you know what? I'm, yeah, I'm done. I'm done with the shame bullshit. Like, I'm going to live my life to be as happy as I can be and, you know, all that shame bullshit be damned.
0: Yeah. And the one guy's a father and a grandfather. Like,
1: yeah, he's yeah. got
0: he's kind of got a lot to lose in the sense that, like, his kids could be like, no, fuck you, dad. We're not letting True. you see the grandchildren.
1: Um, um, And, I, you know, what's interesting on that trans dating app, they got a lot of I mean, there's a there's a field on there. Are you OK with your partner having kids? Mm-hmm. You know, some of the some of the, the people that I've chatted with. Actually I'm gonna meet up with uh one older lady when I say older, she's just like mid to late forties. Uh she, she has a son. hmm So it's just like, yeah, she's got kids, and it's just like, yeah, I don't mind. Like, I'm not coming in here to be somebody's new daddy, but obviously I'm just, you know, looking for a good person. And if they got kids, they got kids. That's what yeah. it is.
0: Well, the real question I think is you gonna put it in the butt?
1: <laughs> uh, uh no sir not no sir date.
0: well not on the first well actually you know i can't say that I, because... i'm
1: a i'm a true gentleman through and through i am reformed thanks to all the uh scorn i received at the hands of your girlfriend this is a new <laughs> yeah
0: this right is now. a nuke yeah she uh she straightened it out Chris. did she yeah um we're done yeah, yeah As you...
1: she, she got me after the last show guys like after the yeah. last show we we done we talked it through
0: <laughs> yeah right um, well I was going to say even uh, you know as you heard in the last show guys um, I was going to say when well, Chris said no not not on the first date I was going to go oh yeah well of course not on the first date and I stopped myself and I went wait a minute I did That's that on the first date I did that on the first date
1: <laughs> more Which, than once no too no judgment at all from <laughs> having sex on the first date nothing wrong with that at all Like if, if the fire is still there by all means keep pursuing it fellas like
0: I feel judged.
1: You know, it's just uh, uh, there. There is a stigma around sex on the first date. Trans oh, yeah. or cis, like people feel strange about it. Some people don't have any attachment. They like some people don't really give a fuck, but other people it really changes the uh, the dynamic, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But I mean that just means like we had a date. We fucked on the first night, and then we both enjoyed it so much we want to meet up again. Mm-hmm. All right. I think things are pretty good right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Just mm-hmm. guys, if you get it on the first night, please make that second date happen. Do not be hit it and quit it, man. Don't be the four star guy. Yeah,
0: don't be the four star guy. Don't be that but, fucker. Butt sex should be a five star thing. So be the five star <laughs> guy. <laughs>
1: butt yes, sex. Knock it out the park, but be a gentleman. Consider feelings. Don't. Use and abuse these women out here. Yeah. It makes for, it much harder for all the rest of us. We're trying to get long term relationships to actually make that shit happen. Cause yeah, yeah, that's that's true. A lot of trans ladies are super suspicious. Super um, suspicious. And very, they have very suspicious right. of men, period. And they and have every right to be. And, the, and what's up?
0: They have every right to be.
1: Yeah. Well, thanks to the four star guys out there. They, they Absolutely. That's,
0: well, that's what I'm saying. Those fucking four star guys. Bullshit. Um. Fuck, fuck you fuck you, four star guys. Yeah, fuck you, um,
1: Four Star Guy. <laughs> we're gonna so, we're gonna make a t shirt that says fuck you, four star guy. Oh man, and, that would uh, be we will be selling it on our social pages. Look for it to come out. Oh
0: man, that's gonna be such a good shirt. Uh, <laughs> yep. we gotta we gotta if somebody out there is a uh graphic design artist or something like that, hit us up with some concepts for fuck you, four star guys. Um Yes. Absolutely. So uh Okay, so um Let's get back to that article. So the first question she asked uh, is actually the same question we got in our email from Apollo, which is, when did you first realize you were attracted to trans women? Now, we answered that, but um, I want to uh, go through what some of these guys answered and then talk about it. So let me read what everybody said, uh, and then we'll, then we'll talk about it. So the 57-year-old, uh, the one white guy said, in my late teens... While in college, my friends passed around a photo of a trans woman with a large penis. I like how he says, with a large penis. Mm -hmm. Um, I I feel he's 57. I guess so. But (laughs) part of me feels like he wants to say, like, huge dick, but he's trying to be polite. Um, (laughs) And he said, they made fun of her, but I found myself very attracted to the photo. Uh, That's his entire fucking answer. So, moving on to uh, the 55-year-old grandfather... He said, uh, I met my first trans woman in 1983. I was 19. She was 17. He's getting them young. Uh, So he's getting them real fresh. She was in trouble and I stepped in and took her home. I didn't find out she was trans uh, trans woman until six weeks later. I didn't know what that really meant at the time. I just know that I was attracted to her. Uh, the 37-year-old says, "I first realized I was interested in trans women when I watched trans porn as a teenager. Trans women had previously been normalized for me on the Robin Bird Show when I was about eight, and I saw how they weren't different than any of the other girls. I don't know what the fuck the Robin Bird Show is. Do you? Uh,
1: no. Yeah, not.
0: I, I didn't even I didn't even look it up.
1: <laughs> um, cause... but uh, was it no? Yeah, no." But no. I mean, this is the twenty-year-old guy. We're talking no, no, this about, is so. the thirty-seven-year-old guy. No, no, Robin Bird Show, Jeremy. He's he's twenty. Is he? Yeah. He's Did 30. I get that Joel, wrong? Oh, oh Joel yeah. Joel is thirty-seven. Yes.
0: Yeah. Okay. My bad. They they <laughs> they swamped it on me because they were doing the young guy. Well, they were doing like uh oldest to youngest, and then they're just like, hey, guess what? Her, <laughs> um, my bad. Yo, so this is the twenty-year-old guy. Yep. Robin um, Bird.
1: Robin. But, Bird I mean, show. that's like I was talking about daytime TV. Mm-hmm. I'm yep. assuming this is a daytime TV show.
0: Well, he was eight, so I can't imagine he was doing much else but watching daytime TV. I mean, yep. I assume he had to be in bed by seven. Um, <laughs> and so, oh, so the 37-year-old. Uh,
1: and, closer to my age, and we have very similar. Obviously, I wasn't doing everything that he did here, but go ahead.
0: Right, yeah. So his says, <laughs> my attraction started with pornography and involved into being a John and tricking with some street workers um Mm -hmm. these 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 answers are concise uh and there's nothing wrong with any of these answers they're very real they're very raw but the one that cracks me up the most is the 57 year old the guy chris um his name is chris not co-host chris uh i just i just love his they passed around a photo of a trans woman i found myself very attracted to it um very in depth I'm like I'm yeah just, right, I'm like, wow, I feel like I was there
1: um I mean that's that's yeah that's I mean you know it's part of the uh i don't is that part of the toxic masculinity, I don't know, but you know, especially when you're in college you're nineteen You should, you just want to fit in,
0: yeah, and well yeah it's definitely
1: not the time to rock the boat, so I told totally,
0: No, I mean, I I see that situation. I I get it. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not bashing on him. I just found that answer to be for some reason, the most humorous of them. Um, Mm. Okay. So the, the the next question I find pretty interesting, she said, so what happens next or what happened next after you learned that you were attracted to these, to these women? Um, So she, so Troy, the 55 year old grandfather says i literally built two separate lives one was heteronormative married family man the other was a guy who was familiar with and dated trans women um yeah that one it's coming yeah we'll come back to that one uh, for sure uh Mm -hmm. joel the 37 year old dude is that 37
1: 37 yes yeah dude
0: uh he said i went back to dating cis women um and i didn't bring myself to actually date trans women for a while due to the shaming that men especially african-american men received. Like the threat of being exposed for dating trans women. But I knew I was not happy dating cis women. In 2017, I decided that I've had enough of what people would think. and succumbed to my desire of wanting to know what uh, know and date trans women seriously. In 2018, I was finally able to get to know one lady and go on actual dates. During that time, Pose helped catapult my liking for trans women. I assume Pose is some sort of
1: it's ladies a Nef- magazine? It's a Netflix series.
0: Oh, why did yeah. I assume it was a Mac? You know, I knew it was. I knew it was a, a Netflix series. You know why? Yeah. I knew that Natalie watches it. Um, um, uh, so yep. Cr- Netflix. Yep, Chris, the white, the white guy, the fifty-seven-year-old said at one point, I started seeing trans women prostitutes. Not many, since I couldn't afford to, but I did experiment. And then I met a few girls via online chat rooms, Facebook, etc. I kind of became a sugar daddy to some women. And I would meet them as often as I could. I like how he we went from couldn't afford it to becoming a sugar daddy. So yeah, right. <laughs> clearly sometime in between there, Chris got well, a job. yeah, These were um,
1: f- over the span of a couple of decades, I'm sure. Yeah, he got a job. Uh, so yeah. good for you, Chris. He we're proud that you got a job. Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> uh, moving to the parents' basements. Um,
1: Jeremy, the 20-year-old, mm-hmm. new age.
0: Yep. Uh, he says, after I began masturbating to trans porn, I sought out trans women online. After that, when I was 18... I downloaded grinder. First of all, Jeremy, you just admitted to a crime. You were watching porn before you were 18. We're actually coming for you specifically. I've notified the authorities. They're looking for you. Um, <laughs> your mom knows. Yeah, your mom knows. We called her. Uh, she's actually on the show. We're interviewing her right now. Um, <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy, how could you? Uh, apparently that's his mom. She sounds like an old-timey minor. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, I downloaded Grinder. I met up with the my first trans girl. It was a good experience. I met up with like eight to ten more trans women. So Jeremy is playing the field, and Jeremy doesn't seem to be too worried about uh, being labeled as a chaser. So good on you, Jeremy. Um, He's lip,
1: like, I, I got to be honest. I'm a little jealous of these young guys right now. Like they have way more access to transgender women than I did when I was twenty.
0: Oh, shit, they have more I mean, access to transgender women Joel's, than I did when I was 20.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, right now, being 20 right now, dude, you can, you're, I mean, especially at 20, you're a fuck machine. Yeah, that's true. You're, you're that, pretty that. much just a mechanical fuck machine. The dick is that,
0: constantly hard. I think it never a, stops. I think you're it's in a blood peak problem. physical
1: condition. You're good to go. Uh-huh. But, uh, man, dude, if I had, had that, if, even if they had something like Grindr back in fucking 2003, like, dude... That would be or yeah, two thousand three, yeah, like there was nothing like that back then, and to Man. be honest, I went to college in a town that only had a population of like I don't know four, thousand people out like the, there were like twelve thousand college kids there, mm-hmm. and then two thousand more just town residents, oh, yeah, so I was in the middle of nowhere in Wisconsin, like it's kind there of were no trans people there, well, I'm yeah, no, not really.
0: Yeah. Um, like, you, it know, was,
1: you barely saw any gay people. Like yeah. Having somebody who was gay, knowing a gay person was like, oh, dang, you know one of like the four gay people on campus.
0: Yeah, I know, right? Um, my, my college was definitely, my first year of college was definitely a, a bigger school than that, but the mm-hmm. town was the same way. The town had a population of maybe 2,000, and everybody else was just a college student there. But, you know, I totally agree with you. I mean, shit, if I had... If I had a, an app, or if there was an app like Grinder or something like that back in back when I was twenty, just that's only eight years ago. Um, back when I was twenty, my dick would be in all the butts. Um, oh jeez. Just saying, uh, just keeping it real all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how we do here. Anyway, um, so there, there's two that I want to cover from the what happened next, which is uh the two that i want to talk about are troy he's the was he the grandfather i can't remember um yep troy's the grandfather and uh joel the black information systems guy um so uh troy says he literally built two separate lives one was heteronormative and then he actually got married um Assumingly, to assist gendered women, he says heteronormative, so we can assume that safely. And the other was mm-hmm. a guy who was familiar with and dated trans women. So, and that and that is something that you hear all the time, where these guys fucking lie to themselves and have to make two lives and the stigma and the shame and the society expectation is to build two lives and as we as he said he had a kid with his wife and stuff like that we don't know if him and his wife are still together um but he had a kid with her and was then cheating on his wife with trans women um Mm -hmm. and that's hard you know and there's I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to judge him and say, oh, you chose wrong. You did poorly, anything like that, because because life is hard. And then it unfortunately moves like that, add to the stigma, add to the stigma that trans women need to be not seen. They need to be in the shadows. They need to be the side piece as opposed to the main girl. And I think that's really detrimental. And I don't blame him for the way that he did that.
1: Um, well, I mean, he's got a lot to lose at that point. He has, you know, he has he's so much to lose. Married family man, I think the uh, the losses aren't just personal and emotional anymore. You're you're looking at a very nasty divorce. Yeah. Um, well, he's still got a lot to lose. Losing all you your money. Talk about this. That's true, but I mean, I I think the differentiating factor for it in this situation is that you're married, mm-hmm. and are yeah. you willing to go through the hell of divorce, child support? not being around your kids, having your kids raised in a different house and you like
0: mm-hmm.
1: all those consequences of breaking up your, or ending your marriage that, that it's just like, I mean, I don't, that's a, that's a really tough one. I, to be honest, I would probably see somebody on the side too, but I guess if it got to a point where like, I actually love the chick, then mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah, okay. Well, what? I think I- it's time to break this off. Cause I have somebody else that I love and, I wanna build a life with them and mm. move forward with my life. But like, um
0: like I said, I'm not judging Troy. I'm not yeah. saying that it's a shame I'm not saying, you know, shame on you or anything like that. I totally understand it and I get the predicament of whatever. It's it's what's unfortunate is that it was built is that the lie was built uh or the the lie was built way beforehand. He mm-hmm he discovered trans girls he's like i like trans girls and then he's like i have to immediately split and build a lie of a life that led to that led to this and i think that is i think that's um i think that's the unfortunate part and i think that's the part that that the guys go down the guys when you when you make that lie when you split things that way then you force that stigma you force that hand you force the trans women are there to be used and not seen and that sort of thing so i would encourage you to not make that lie um and good on good on troy in the article for being open and honest about this don't make that lie take one path over the other because what might happen is if you lie you're not going to hurt just one person you're going to hurt multiple people um Along the way, you're going to hurt Especially yourself. Especially in that situation, man. Right, you're going to hurt yourself. You're going to hurt whomever you marry, and you're going to hurt the girl you're dating. So, um, not good. Uh, so, I want to move on real quick to Joel thirty-seven. Um, he said he didn't bring himself to actually date trans women for a while due to the shaming of men, as we talked about. Especially African American men receive the threat of being exposed of dating. Uh, Shout
1: out to Cardi B.
0: Yeah, dating trans women. Yeah, and her bullshit. Um,
1: well, she she was doing this in 2019. I yeah. Mean. Yeah. Or, Shame, well, I'm shaming. sorry. She was she admitted to doing it in 2019. Right. She was it doing was, it earlier. Yeah. But and she yeah. was sh-
0: she was shaming men. Um, yep. Specifically, well, it sounded, and I don't know this, but it sounded like she was specifically shaming black men. Um, and I don't know if that's entirely 100 true, but that's what I understood from the from the article um and that just sucks i mean chris i want to kick this one over to you uh because i talked about the other one because the other one was more generic but i want to hear your insights on this one and i know you've talked about it before but you know we're reading it from this guy's mouth so what are you Mm -hmm. what are you thinking
1: oh yeah i mean uh that that threat of being here's the thing in the black community a lot of times You know, women pretty much run everything. So, you know, they dominate how the family's gonna do whatever and how people are gonna perceive you. And, you know, uh, from what I've seen and a lot of like different Facebook groups and postings about transgender women, a lot of trans a lot of African American females, and I know there's plenty of other communities out there. I'm just talking about this one specifically. Um from what I've seen, a lot of them have felt super threatened by um, transgender women. Like, oh, they're gonna steal your man and this, this and that. Like, they're really afraid of of losing to transgender women to the point where it just makes them absolutely hostile Mm. to the thought of African-American men dating, marrying, being with transgender women. And it just creates this just atmosphere of shame And then it's also the hyper-masculinity, hyper-masculine culture around rap. Mm -hmm. You know, there's never been a successful gay rapper. Lil Nas X just came out. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he's going to be successful from from here on out. And to be honest, his hit was very much pop and universal, so it wasn't really rap. In that rap world, like, you're never going to see... Shit, I don't even know, like you're never going to see a group like the Migos have all three guys that are dating trans women. Like
0: mm-hmm.
1: you, I mean, they, it's just not going to happen. I mean, the last time a, a rapper got sort of exposed for dating a transgender woman was um when Tyga yep. was dating a Kardashian and it came out that he was also seeing uh, Mia Isabella on the side. Yep. Back in like uh, 2015, this all came out and, he you know, well. his people had to go to her to get her to sign like an uh, uh, agreement not to say anything, yeah, and he denied, 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 and she was expressing her heartbreak on social media. Like I thought, all love was 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 love, and and all this, you know, like pretty much challenging a lot of liberals and people on their platitudes of, you know, all love is important. We're, we're accepting of everybody when it was the complete opposite when she got exposed for being with this rapper. Yeah. And but, she pretty uh, much know, got
0: blamed for it too.
1: Yeah. And, and here, after that, Tiger was never, his career was never the same. Mm,
0: nope. Like
1: he gets on the track here and there, but before that he was the man. Yeah. I, used I to listen to everything that dude put out. I haven't even heard he from him since. he stopped putting sense. stuff out. He, I, he wasn't with the Kardashian that much longer. Nope. Um Ruined. Yeah, I mean, his career was pretty much ruined and sort of the same thing happened with Chingy back in like 2005. Mm-hmm. But like, any, anybody in the black rapper, whatever community, urban community, like, you just can't get caught with a trans woman. You can't be with a trans woman openly. And the first dude to do that and actually be successful and is, is, is figures out a way to retain his masculinity in the face of all the blowback that he'll get from that. Is will be a... Yeah, he'll he'll definitely go down in history because it just hasn't happened yet.
0: Yeah, and you know, I, you um,
1: know I th- they could they will talk shit about this guy on, like The Breakfast Club. If <laughs> to oh, be honest, sure. like
0: oh sure, but I think part of it it sounds it sounds to me like part of the reason that it still sticks and that nobody comes out is because every time these guys are caught, uh, if I feel like if Tyga had owned up to it and mm-hmm. instead of running away from it and blaming Mia for it, like mm-hmm. I'm not saying that his career wouldn't have gone to shit and whatever but mm-hmm. he might have retained something you know what i mean uh I instead instead he succumbed he he succumbed to shame
1: i mean he's that's too he's, bad. he's pretty much at that point he's pretty much gay like right in the community right in the community yeah like um that i mean he wouldn't have been lab- he wouldn't have been able to keep his heterosexuality his heterosexual persona mm-hmm. so to speak and be in that public space
0: yeah well i mean i think it, i i guess i would have had a lot more respect if he had still fought for that and he still said i'm straight and stuff like that and yeah. i i know that's not what you're saying um yeah it's just yeah. A, it's just i'm thinking out loud while you know we're talking now, about to it, be honest
1: bank, mia so. was the side piece like he was he, yes, with was. this kardashian so yep i mean there there's always whether it's trans or cis you, you're gonna be in trouble <laughs> Well, sure, are and talk shit about you
0: he would have gotten in trouble for that, but he would have been able mm-hmm. to field it a lot better if, True. say, he was with, say, he was with um, somebody from college that he knocked up, and he was with her, and the side mm-hmm. piece was a Kardashian. That wouldn't have nearly damaged him. True. Um, they would have been like, "Oh shit, you fucked a Kardashian! You know, you're you're a real, you know, real man, real player, whatever oh. the fuck." Um,
1: shit, I don't even know. That's a fucking. <clears throat> suicide uh, uh request right there, dating one of them girls, man. Oh yeah, well I mean Nobody I comes out on top after dating a Kardashian. I would There's have... never been one black man in the history of human humankind that has dated a Kardashian It was like Oh, yeah, I'm, I came out better on the back end of this.
0: Are you trying to imply that Kanye isn't on top of the world right now?
1: Um, <laughs> He's on top of the crazy person world, yeah. Oh, my God, is he ever. That's just... Yeah.
0: I mean, that is a total topic for another... I think we could start a whole nother podcast of, like...
1: <laughs> talking shit about Kanye and his yeah, be like, things. Just
0: call it, what the fuck, Kanye? Um, yeah, right. <laughs> you and you know, your shirts.
1: Um, I'm circling back to the article with Joel. Uh-huh. It's interesting that, you know, he... He he um, started dating transgender women in 2017, mm-hmm. which was the same year I dated my first one. To be honest, um, a good year, quality year. But I mean, like guys in our of our generation, like I mean, I, I gotta be honest. For as long as I was just fine, like dating cisgender women, like whatever. I was just trying not to get anybody pregnant. <laughs> I mean, real talk. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just interesting that like. He's 37 now, so mm-hmm. two years ago he was 35 when he dated. So 30 at mm-hmm. 35, he start he overcame the fear of being outed, exposed, being viewed as lesser, being viewed as lumped in. It's just like, okay, you're gay. You're not a you're not a man anymore. You're just oh, that's mm-hmm. just some gay dude now. Like yeah, because that's sure. what you know the classifications how that all breaks down. Yeah. Well, and he, like <clears throat> he, said,
0: he got, he got fed up with it. He got fed up yeah. with not living his true self. And, um, mm-hmm. and I think also what that speaks to is in this whole article, what it speaks to is we have a, we have guys of all age ranges here that you can be true to yourself. You can start being true to yourself at any age. And there are women out there that are ready to reciprocate and be with you. Um,
1: yeah. So, Especially so 2019 it's, is yeah. Easier than any other point in human history, so to date somebody trans, yeah, and it also just and be and and not like being out a social outcast,
0: yeah, and it's also <laughs> to say that guys, there you know, come out, be real, don't be, don't pull this bullshit of oh, I'm too old now and I'm setting my ways. No, fuck your ways, um, your ways are very four star. Move up to five star. Uh, that's what I'm saying. All right, mm. moving the fuck on uh let's see okay let's hit this one so she asks diana the uh, author asks is it important for you for a trans woman to pass as a cisgender woman also do you gauge your attraction to trans women based on whether they're pre non or post-op uh troy old white guy no troy's uh, grandpa Uh, grandpa chris's old white guy Mm uh troy's grandpa he says, passing is very subjective. Some of the world's most beautiful women are trans, and I can tell that they are. It's more about feminine energy she gives off. I prefer pre-op and non-op. I'm just going to fire through these real quick because we're going to take it as a whole. Joel, 37 years old, says, as of now, I've only dated two trans women, or wait, uh, dated two women of trans experience. I don't know what that means. I assume he means trans women, mm-hmm. uh, both of whom were pre-op, but I am uh, open to dating posts as well. Uh, Jeremy young kid says the question is odd to me because the idea of passing is very situational and changes from person to person. So I'm attracted to any trans person who I find sexy pre-op or post-op doesn't matter to me at all. I've been with people who are both and I don't have a preference. Um, we, we've touched on this one before, uh, is passing, uh, important to you or not. And, um, I like the concept of it's subjective and the same. And to me, what that means is it's subjective and that who you find pretty and who you don't find pretty is is a situational, subjective, person-to-person thing. So if I didn't find you pretty and you had a vagina in your pants and I didn't know it and I was an asshole, I could be like, that's a man right there. And I could be 100% wrong. So I think the pass thing is more about what you're looking for. Do you pass for me Um I mean, I've heard tons of people and I've heard this before in in places of work who who people are like, wow, you know, that chick's really tall. I think she's really a man and stuff like that. And I've heard people say that. And I'm like, that chick has children that are hers, like that she birthed. I don't think she's transgender. And it's what, what I mean to say by that is the whole past not past thing is sort of it's really subject in that you know short of growing a mustache um <laughs> you can probably pass um so that's my feelings on that one uh chris any any thoughts I, on that
1: i got to be i got to be honest I, I think i'm on the other side of the corner of this mm-hmm. um <clears throat> i don't really think passing is subjective i think it's uh uh i mean Fellas, just be honest with yourselves. Like, and and then and we we talked about this a little bit before. You know, trans women. If you're listening to this, be honest. Like, just know, like you know deep down whether somebody can look at you and tell that you're trans or not, or that you would stick out in the crowd. Um, <clears throat> I think passing is more of just a well. Obviously, passing is how the world views you. Yes. So, is your girl? I mean, does your trans girl look? I don't know. Does she look whatever kind of way she needs to look to pass? That I mean, that's the real question. That's are you passing or not? Because you know, if guys, if you don't care whether your girl passes or not, then that's cool. That and that, but you know that a lot of that comes with a lot more scrutiny, a lot more oh, shit sure. talking, a lot more problems in public. Oh sure. And, you know, for me, I would rather have a chick that I um that passes a lot easier or, or just doesn't have I'm sorry. I like I like women that can pass. Uh, you know, whenever they dial themselves up and we go out to clubs or whatever else. Now you don't we don't like I don't know. I I think that's a, that that stuff really matters because it changes your dating experience. So well, that, if your girl and, doesn't pass at all, you're gonna get a lot more looks. You're gonna get a lot not more say. ignorant comments from dudes. And I'm I mean, how often do you have to fight to prove your love? Like,
0: well, that and it's just I'm not I, out
1: here trying to fight fight the streets with my fists with my. Mighty Fists of Justice. <laughs> <laughs> Streets of
0: Rage. Um, yeah. Which the new one's coming out. But, but anyway, uh, uh, when I
1: read this question, it really, I really had to think about it. Like, does this matter? Is that important to me? I never really actually thought and looked inside myself just to see if that matters to me. And sadly, it does.
0: Well, yeah. And there's. I think there's also a point. I don't even know if it's sadly, but I think it's also a point where it's just it's not even so much that that you're ashamed of this person and that you wouldn't find them person if they didn't quote unquote pass to other people but it's mm-hmm. comes a point in time where you're just you're like i don't want to put up with people's shit anymore i just want to be able to eat a fucking spaghetti dinner and not have to fucking deal with this garbage because that could be taxing stress comes in a lot of forms yeah um but
1: it isn't even a hundred percent their looks mm-hmm. fiz- well, it could their be body their body itself, be it's their like actions you, you, and their mentality. Well, they gotta dress they up, hold them, you know, like, and how
0: they hold themselves. Yeah.
1: If like, look, I'm just saying, fellas, you gotta make sure your girl is ready to look good whenever y'all out on the street together. That's my whole policy with cis or trans with chicks. If we're out together, we need to be looking good because my mate is a representation of me. So you're representing me on the streets, and I'm representing you. And I wouldn't never come out the house bummy. My hair ain't cut. I don't have my shit together. And for the ladies, I would want you to come out looking cute and, you know, put together pretty well in a way that, you know, people don't, ain't really turning heads. But if you come out, you know, with a, a sweatpants and I don't know, whatever the fuck else, like just if you don't really care, you don't keep yourself up, you don't care about your appearance, that really affects your ability to pass. And um, And then it's, I don't know. I just don't like being with like bummy chicks, so to speak. Like I want, I like people that like to dress up and like like to look good, as good as possible. Because mm-hmm. obviously, all that matters is how much you're attracted to this person. And when you're in the sheets, but oh, when you're yeah. out on the street, you gotta you gotta be presentable. Mm-hmm. This is not a no makeup challenge. That that sh- <laughs> fuck all that shit, man. Like this is the real world. You will be judged.
0: Um... So. Yeah, actually, I'm gonna change my I'm gonna change my answer a little bit. Um, my answer is gonna be fuck passing, and the reason I say that is because mm-hmm. I've always been team no tuck. So, ladies, let your bulges out. Um, <laughs> let you now, let your bulges that's out. Cool. Let us know
1: at the swimming pool. Yeah, all right. I, I fucks that we at Vegas. We at we at the nice luxury pool. Yeah, yeah. No, let let it out. Is everybody I, just gonna be jealous looking?
0: I, I'm, I'm, I'm all the saying, other guys
1: gonna be looking. They can fake like they're disgusted, but they really want to know.
0: Oh, they're looking. Oh, they want to know. They're, yeah. they're interested. I say, I say, I say, team no tuck everywhere you go. Um, because if I was a single man, um, mm-hmm. you know, and all the girls were out there, team no tucking, mm-hmm. I would know who to slide up on, and I would be a smooth <laughs> operator. Um, now, slide, I mean a slide lot of right chicks. Slide those
1: DMs. I mean, I've seen. Obviously, we've, we're on Twitter, so we've seen you know a lot of beautiful trans ladies in dresses, and then we've seen pictures of them in dresses where they don't tuck. Mm-hmm. Not that they have a full-on like raging bone or anything like that, but they're <laughs> like they just didn't tuck, and you could see a little bit of it there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit is that shit is definitely sexy to guys like us. Like, oh yeah, I definitely fucks with that. Oh, but you're yeah. still in, you're still pretty. Your hair's done, your makeup's done. Yeah, she's got her. You know, too cool for school, sunglasses on, mm-hmm. dress is looking great, body's looking good. Like she she's done time. everything she can to fix herself up in a, a, a an attractive being. Because to be honest, I guess I'm just one of those people. That's not every time, not most of the time, but sometimes I want to be with somebody that everybody wants.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I, I mean, I get that. That's a, that's also a status thing. That's a that's a sort of, that's a hey, I got this. You don't sucks Mm -hmm. to be you um Mm -hmm. yeah no i i totally get that um let's move on i got one more thing to cover she asks a couple other questions she asks uh are you straight are you not whatever they all say they're straight doesn't matter we've talked about it you know how that is guys trans women are women that's all we can say about it so don't fucking fret about the sexuality bullshit Mm -hmm. um last one i want to get to is she asks all these guys what sort of changes do you believe might be useful now for men like you to experience the sexual attraction and be able to accept it in a healthy way long story short Listen to podcast of uh, trans talk for men podcast uh, end of it. We'll talk to you guys next time. No, I'm kidding um, <laughs> So I'm gonna go through uh, I'm gonna go through their answers so Jeremy young guy says I think the best thing we can do for men is men to normalize relationship with trans women is for them to see Trans women in non-sexual places. I think the biggest change in society well the reason the way you see him in non-sexual trans or non-sexual places is no tuck. Anyway, I think the biggest change in society that helped me, but not older men was that I saw trans women represented in not just sexual ways. Like, uh, in the movie, I am jazz in high school hearing about the big debate with Ben Shapiro and Zoe tour. Uh, people were discussing, I haven't seen that because I won't watch anything with Ben Shapiro because he's a fucking idiot. um, Mm -hmm. Ben Shapiro he's not even a four-star guy. <clears throat> ben Shapiro is a fucking one-star guy. You're a piece of trash, Ben Ben Shapiro, and if you hear this, you can actually come on the pod and I'll call you a piece of trash and then kick you right off. Anyway, um uh, I have I have no patience for that asshole. Sorry guys, I know it was a little bit political. I just I can't even. Um he, he said so Ben Shapiro and Zoe Tour People were discussing whether we should gender trans women as women or men. Uh, People were talking about trans women in sports. It was a cultural conversation. Uh, Troy, the grandfather, said men need to come out of the shadows. I've hung out with professional athletes, actors, and rappers. I've partied with my boys in the neighborhoods and with celebrities. I've watched men from all walks of life date trans women in secret and in stealth. I've had family members, friends, and colleagues who have been with, have dated, or are attracted to trans women. Men need to stand up and stop lying. Men live in fear. Uh, and he said, cis men are not in danger because we are attracted to or date trans women. Our fear, however, is killing trans women. Troy is hands down my favorite in this whole article. That dude, that dude gets it. I mean, that is... That's, that's
1: wisdom right there. It's I mean, that old wisdom. It's,
0: it's wisdom and it is, it. you can feel that he's come from a place where he said, I lived a lie and I'm tired of it. And I'm not mm-hmm. doing anymore, and i'm and I'm gonna spend the rest of my life being real. he he is hands down my favorite. I mean, I don't even really have anything uh, extra to say to that because he puts it, I mean, he really puts it out there. And like he said, I think the best thing he says right there is, guys, it doesn't hurt us to be stealthy, but it is killing the women that we love. Um, and that's some bullshit, and we can't do that. We can't. We can't.
1: We can't. The put number these, was twelve. Twelve trans women murdered this year, and all of them were black.
0: Yeah, right. And we can't do that. We can't continue to uh, to hide in the shadows where these girls get hurt and killed. And mm-hmm. you know, that was not my my thinking when I came to Chris when we were buddies and we were talking, and I said stuff about the uh, about the podcast was not so much to protect the women. Um, But to make a community for men to be open and I get that the the benefit is that we if the community does become open when we put out these podcasts when we have our social media when we make the community when we boost ourselves up that we do protect those women and I hadn't even thought about it at that time. But I am proud to say that what we are doing here on the podcast is also attempting to help these women be protected and um so guys get out of the get out of the shadows um
1: get out of the shadows and join our yeah join the communities on our social channels get on facebook start having some great conversations with other guys just like us
0: yeah speaking about the shadows didn't somebody message you when you put out the instagram or something like that about like yeah
1: so we have a discord with a, a couple hundred guys on there and they're all you know Trans-attracted, you know, we have lots of conversations about dating apps and mm-hmm. which kind of, you know, I don't know. We just talk about a lot of different junk. Um, mm-hmm. and so I, I put out the, the call to all the guys like, Hey, everybody join, you know, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, like really help us build this community up. And the the first comment we got after telling people to follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook was of a guy saying, yeah, so, like, I don't really want to be public about this because some of my friends are really ignorant about this. sad like, like, the guy was, like, super scared. And I'm like, dude, you're just liking a Facebook page. Mm-hmm. You're just following an Instagram account. Mm-hmm. Like, if people want to judge you for the Instagram accounts you follow, then... I mean, a lot of people would be in deep shit because people found some pretty dumb shit on online. Yeah. But, and your um, friends
0: suck if they're going through your shit like that.
1: Yeah, it's I, I just I, I don't really see the problem with it. And, you know, also uh, back to your point before about, you know, helping to be I'm sorry, helping to protect trans women and all this mm-hmm. stuff. Guys, it could be something as small as just expressing your outrage you know, whenever there's a murder reported, you know, telling yeah. everybody to be cool, like letting people know that you know or you believe that this shit isn't cool and that this is not the kind of things that needs to be happening in America. Like yeah, it's, anything that's that's that shames yeah. trans women, whatever, you know, these articles are posted on sites like Vice or your mm-hmm. local news station. Yep. These are not, you don't have to go to LGBTnews.com nope. to see all this stuff. This is out there in the public, in the general discussion out there. So, I mean, definitely be an ally as much as you can on social media, but then also join us, join us, join the, everybody else listening to the podcast, Facebook, Instagram, start posting, start your own conversation starters on our Facebook. You know, when you, we post our show clips on Instagram, let us know your thoughts. Like actually we had, we've had some pretty useful comments on Instagram. Like, yeah. By all means, get on there, start chatting. Let us know your thoughts. Hit us in the DMs. Like, this is a community, and we're here to normalize all this shit. Yep. And, and engage, put you around other balls. guys that like what you like. Yep. All I can say is, all I can ask is, please don't be. And I, I, I to be honest, yeah, this is a four star move as well. Yep. Please just be regular people. Don't I don't want it. I don't want to see a, a picture of your dick on our Facebook account. Nope. I don't want to see. I don't. I don't. I just don't want things to get too gratuitous, because you know what? A lot of people out in this world they get way too gratuitous when it comes to this stuff. We're just regular people. Yep. We like trans women. That is one aspect of our life, but we can talk about dating, and our thoughts and relationships, just like we do on the show here.
0: Yep. Or we can talk about movies. It doesn't have or to all about be about oh yeah her cock's sports. so big and. Yep.
1: Oh look at this girl's boobs and you know, like that's that's not hundred percent where we're going. What we're going for. There is a time and a place for that. But, you know, on our on our platform, we really want to bring everybody into the fold and let them know that dating trans women is normal and you're not alone. You're not the only guy out there. And to be honest, we're, we're going to do a lot of things that put put us in the same space physically, too. Yeah. I mean, I was talking with Eric about this, like we need, we're need we going to start, you know, once we build up a, even just a, a few hundred guys as a community, I want to start having, you know, a yearly event. We're like, hey, everybody! We're meeting up at Susie Villa in New York, or we're, a we're party. all going on a cruise, or we're going wherever the fuck. Like, yep. we're going to Cheetahs in Hollywood. Like, yep. and you know, we work. We can work with these venues, and like, it, this could really be a thing. Yeah, and we and, want it uh, to be. We really want you guys. We need your help to start this. Sorry, yeah. keep, what were you saying?
0: No, I said we. We want it to be. We want it to be a thing, and we want it to be a community, and we want it to mm-hmm. be healthy, and we want to bring you guys up, and we want to be. We also want to be there for you you know, Chris and I want to be able to speak for you too. We want to amplify your voices out there. Um, even if you, even if you say, you know, look, I, I want to stand up and say this sort of thing, but I'm, I'm slightly nervous. You send it to us and we will put it out there. Um, you know, and we'll say more and more of these guys are saying, no, this is not okay. That kind of thing, you know, come to us, let us help you help, uh, and then have you guys help us at the same time it's a it's a camaraderie thing it's a community it's a brotherhood that we're trying to bring together we're trying to really just, we're really just trying to boost everybody up we're trying to boost you guys up and we're specifically talking to you guys because you know we're guys and we understand it but we also want to bring up our trans sisters too mm-hmm. um god really I couldn't have said it any better Chris I think you fucking nailed it on the head uh, and really that's the end of the article and that's really the end now, all of that I have for uh, today's show you got anything else to add?
1: yes Okay. reminder, rate us guys, rate our podcast, five stars now, give you us said, five stars you
0: said rate them four stars, right?
1: <laughs> oh no, five that's stars. right
0: fuck you four star guys, rate fuck five stars fuck you four
1: star guy <laughs> be the five star guy, please yep. rate us five stars again Join all of our social channels. I will be, we will be clipping out parts of the show for you guys to talk about, generate conversation, all that stuff. We're all over social now. Get a hold of us. Yep. Be a part of the community. Absolutely. That's it. That's all I got, brother.
0: That's all I got, buddy. So uh, until next time, guys, it's been Trans Talk for Men. I've been Eric. I'm Chris. See you later.